UFOs, or unidentified flying objects, are objects or phenomenon in the sky that cannot be readily identified or explained. These sightings have been reported by people all over the world for decades, with many claiming to have seen strange lights, objects, or aerial phenomenon that they cannot explain. One of the first widely reported UFO sightings occurred in 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico, when a mysterious object crashed on a ranch and was ultimately recovered by the United States military. While the military initially claimed that the object was a weather balloon, many people believe it was actually an extraterrestrial spacecraft, leading to a surge of public interest in the topic. In the years that followed, there was numerous reports of UFO sightings, with some of the most famous cases including the 1952 Washington DC UFO incident and the 1961 Betty and Barney Hill abduction case. During the 1950s and 1960s, there was a great deal of public interest in UFOs, with many people claiming to have seen or even interacted with extraterrestrial beings. This led to establishment of organizations such as Mutual UFO Network, better known as MUFON, and the Center for UFO Studies, CUFOs, which were dedicated to the study of UFO sightings and related phenomenon. In recent years, there has been renewed interest in UFOs, particularly after the release of previously classified government documents related to UFO sightings and investigations. This has led to increased public interest and further stories of UFOs from outside the USA. There has been several reported UFO incidents in Brazil over the years, but one of the most famous in Varanaha, Brazil, occurred in 1996 in January. According to the reports, three young girls were walking home from a nearby park when they spotted a strange creature that described as being about five feet tall with large head and red eyes. The girls ran home and told their mother, who reported the sighting, to local authorities. Around the same time, there were reports of an unusual object crashing into a nearby town. Eyewitnesses reported seeing military personnel and vehicles in the area, leading to speculation that the Brazilian government was involved in a cover-up. Despite the reports, the Brazilian government denied any involvement in the incident, and the military claimed the sightings were likely a monkey or another primate in the area. However, the incident remains a topic of interest amongst UFO enthusiasts who believe that they may have been extraterrestrial activity in Brazil in 1996. While there is still much that is unknown about the history of UFOs and the potential origins, it remains a fascinating topic that continues to capture the imagination and interests of people worldwide. Now, Joey and I will talk about some of the current UFO subjects in the world. We will discuss why the UFO subject picks up steam and dies off via media and what is in fact flying over our skies. Find out what we have to say, starting now. Joey, what's up, buddy? Welcome back. Good to be back, brother. We're talking about another subject today that you are spot on with. You know your stuff with this, the aliens and the UFOs. 
Definitely. I'm familiar with this one. I'm not familiar with the incident that we're about to talk about, I, but I caught up with it. The Brazilian one? The Brazilian one. Vir, yeah. Virginia. Vir, Virginia. Varnaha. Varnaha. Ver, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's pronounced in like a in, in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. Huh? With so, it, with during a, the monologue. With I definitely, H-A, it's a J-A sound. Yeah. During the monologue, I, I 100, 110% uh, said it wrong, but pronunciations is not my forte. But before we start... um. A lot of my coworkers, they 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 listen in. A lot of them, for, for the most part, are very supportive of the podcast. And um, one of my my coworkers from my old department, Andrew, he um, he listens in, and he told his boy about the podcast. And his boy has been listening ever since. So I want to give Jimmy a from uh, Jimmy from Parsippany, New Jersey. I want to give you a shout out, man. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Jimmy, and, thank uh, you. And uh, everybody. If you're listening, if you want to get to the social media outlet, it is SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. I just started a Twitter page. I actually have another one floating around out there, and I like forgot all the links and profile URLs and stuff. But on Insta, uh, on Twitter, it's SWAB podcast with no underscore. And on TikTok, it's SWAB underscore podcast, same as Instagram. When you go to my Instagram page, there's a link tree, and it will take you to all the podcast outlets that you want to start listening to. It takes you to my TikTok. So if you go to my Instagram, that's my main source. And um, you'll notice I got a little blue check mark there now, which I didn't buy. Instagram gave it to me. So I'm very happy about that, that I am like hack proof, so we say. So they say, right? Yeah, so so they say. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. I'm Let's trying not to find out. Let's keep it going. I'm trying to get to that 10K, man, because I, I, I've been, you know, listening <laughs> Egypt. to Egypt. No. Yeah, listening to the episode. You know, I listened to <laughs> no, the episode kidding. last week. I talked to Mike uh, uh, the day after the episode aired. And I was like, Mike, there's one thing I got to teach you to do is not breathe into the microphone. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he was breathing out, your, out his mouth. And I was like, He's like, why well, my bad, bro? I was like, no, but he did good. He did good. And he's um, he was the history, the angry history geek on TikTok last week. But I've been looking at those tick the uh, TikTok videos of the pyramids, man. And I just, you know, you can just picture yourself there, right? And I was looking at the video you sent me when you were in Chichen Itza, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, what he probably saw, like, is something that it's it's surreal when you're in front of them, and then you realize how old they are, and you're like. Jesus, who built this? You yeah, know, how did they build it? And the just, clapping and the, the questions just start coming to you right away. Like, so my my lady Amy, she was uh, on the phone, and I was on my phone, and I'm showing her, and she was like, I call when she's on her phone, I call her that she's in the Matrix. She's like, you know, locked in, and she yells at me, you know, it's on your phone. But when she gets it onto that phone, it's like you have to knock or dial an area code to get through to her. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, babe, look. Joey sent me a video. I put it on my my Instagram of him and Chitunitsa, and when he claps, you it reverbs like a a bird that's indigenous to that area over there. And she heard it, and then she like came out of the matrix and took the phone and was like watching it on replay like six times. She's like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, you know, that's what we talk about every week." But she don't listen. <laughs> she could care less. She listen eventually. She came on one episode actually and right. gave like a solid eleven minutes of information um when it's paying the bills one day she's gonna be an avid listener let me tell you something well, if it then pays, she's, gonna be, then she's gonna be coaching you if it pays the bills <laughs> one day and i have extra money there's a lot of people i had to thank starting with you starting with uh someone at work and a couple other people but you know getting into this episode have you noticed that 
with UFOs that you'll hear about it for, and this is why I wanted to just do this episode today. And then one of the main reasons you hear about UFOs, right? And then it goes quiet yeah, for weeks, for months. And I feel like in the last month and a half, two months, nothing. And the media has moved on to pick other things to keep the, the attention of the public somewhere else. Now. Yeah. And I don't like that the media did that, right? Because what happened in February? And we, we spoke about this. It was an episode. And, um, you know, there was these balloons, right? The Chinese balloon that they sent over the United States. Right. And, you know, for whatever reason, our president let it fly and let it fly and flew for what? For like a week? Days? Like five days? Something like that? Days. Well, bef- until we actually they shot it down over North Carolina it. or South Carolina. It was, a, it was a few days, but it had been there yeah. for who knows how long. So... Off subject, people were like, you know, we should take this out ASAP because it's probably collecting data. And then a report came out like after they shot it down that it was in fact collecting data. So there's that. And but after that got shot down, there was these other UFO reports. Right. We had one over Canada and then we had one over Alaska. Right. And they shot those down never to be recovered. No. They spent five hundred thousand dollars. And they didn't show you any video footage or any Nothing. anything of them shooting the one. Well, down there was in a Canada. report from one of the pilots that said he described what it was, and what he described is very small, which we're going to touch on too, which I find it pretty interesting. But they fired these missiles. One of them missed. Right. It was five hundred thousand dollars per missile. So essentially, they spent over about two million and change, or three million dollars, to shoot these to things out of the take sky. A balloon down. Right. And never you could, bothered you to could shoot it down. That made that made no sense to me that they shot it down with a missile. Well, it makes sense to me because if it was in fact the threat, no. What I'm saying, like, there's guns. You switch to guns. We watched Top Gun. Yeah, switch to guns. You know, so I actually spoke to someone about this. The missiles, the 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 technology that we have, even though I don't think UFOs are our technology, missiles are more um, foolproof. They lock on. They got they know sensors. It's go down. You know, this is not like the movies in video games where you're having a dogfight. You know what I mean? Right. Dog, like shooting, shooting and piloting a plane is super hard. You know, you're 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 not gonna hit. You know, so the missiles are more foolproof. So if it was in fact another country or or a threat, they use the missiles and shoot it down. But one missed, so they wasted five hundred thousand dollars on on nice. a, on a missed shot. But you don't hear nothing about it. And the only reports that came of it is they gave up the search for whatever it was, which to me is like, okay, you spent $500,000 per missile to shoot something out of the sky and you didn't bother go looking for it, like keep looking. Because if it was another country, I would want to know what they were collecting. What were they looking at? What was on the cameras? What was, what was on that thing? Right. Or if it was something from outer space, wouldn't you want to know what you just shot down? You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Now we fast forward to we're in the month of May and we're filming this episode on May 15th, 2023 at 1839 hours, which is army time for 639. We just started filming and we haven't heard anything for a while. Long time. And a lot of people why I alluded to the whole balloon thing is I find it ironic that 
the government waited to during COVID when everyone was locked into their house, looking at the news about COVID to release that, hey, UFOs are real, <clears throat> right? And then when the balloon started happening in February, what happened? And we spoke about this. Everyone's thought process on UFOs became, oh, UFOs is just a, a scapegoat. It's just blinders. It's just a distraction from what's really going on. And I kind of believe that. Yeah. Because when the balloon thing happened, you know, a lot of shit was going on with, with politics. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of stuff going on that was the UFO thing was taking the attention off what was going on politically. And it's also around the election. Yeah. Like but. certain elections and things like that. But you're like, did they actually do that on purpose to, 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 to use the UFO as a, as a blind eye to, to other things going on? Or is it the reverse? Are they using the UFO thing in politics to keep us from thinking about UFOs? And I don't blame like my friend, Charlie, again, like this is like, 200 consecutive weeks of mentioning Charlie on my podcast when I film because he's up and down with believing in UFOs. I actually asked him to come on today, but he never got back to me. But, you know, he doesn't, he believes one week and doesn't. And he's one of those guys that said when the whole balloon thing happened, hey, they're using UFOs as a, as, as a, you know, a deterrent. And, you know, with, with everything up until today, it's kind of like, you know, what is it? Is it a deterrent from politics or is it, where they're trying not to let us learn more about UFOs. And I haven't heard anything. And that's why I wanted to do this episode today because there are things that are happening. It's just not making the media. Yeah. So in terms of, uh, I, I honestly think it's both. I think, I think that it's a double-edged sword. They, they'll utilize UFOs to, um get away from other topics right it's going to be the more prevalent topic obviously it's it would be the biggest story in the history of mankind if we could prove that we're not alone and you know there's other civilizations out there in in the galaxy um on the on the flip side it's also this for the last i mean since the 40s really since ufo culture really started to take off after roswell there's this there's been this almost like uh propagation of ufos as uh, it's almost comical right like they've taken it to to a place where anytime ufos or aliens are mentioned you know it's it's laughable like people say oh it's not so much time has gone by we would have proved by now if 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 ufos are real or if there's life on other planets and relatively not very much time has gone by we're you know I feel like my my grandmother, who's still alive, you know, is was born in thirty two. Roswell happened in forty seven, and it's twenty twenty three. So we're talking. It's it's only been a gener or, or a couple of generations who have known about that incident, right? And only time will tell. I would say another hundred years, another two hundred years will tell if we're really ready to know the truth and and whether they want to put that truth out there. But they'll utilize these truths to open up the possibility to at least half the population. If you do a poll, I'm sure half would be, yeah, there's no way that we're the only thing in the universe. And then the other half would just be like, no, it's nonsense. Or, 
you know, life is this rare thing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, those are the people that don't believe in religion. They don't believe, they just believe we're here. Even the religious people would probably be more on the skeptical side of, you know, there's no such thing as life outside of Earth, you know? It's funny, I have people who believe the Earth is flat still, you know, and there's no such thing as space. I have um, a teacher from high school who was one of the, and I'm not just saying this because he's my friend. We became friends during high school, and to this day, we're still very good friends. And I meet up with him whenever he has weeks off that coincide with my days off, especially in the summertime. Um, and he's very religious. And when I was in his class for uh, fitness and nutrition and biology, um, you know, I got something wrong or the class did something. I'd be like, Jesus Christ. And I, every time I said Jesus Christ, he would say, writing assignment. And he'd give me something in the Bible to write front and back of loose leaf paper. Super religious. So you couldn't even say Jesus, you know. And he made me write, I can't tell you how many writing assignments. And he was very religious, goes to church every Sunday. He can tell you anything in that Bible, Catholic Bible. And he has like a stupendous interest in not only UFOs in like ghost stuff too, which kind of is like, you know, you, you talk to like real, you know, I, I guess Catholics that are supersede his, his, you know, stature of religious belief. And they'll say, no, there's no such thing as ghosts. It's just demons and angels. And there's no such thing as UFOs and aliens, like you were saying. Right. And he's got this belief that we're not alone. And he believes in ghosts. He's asked me to go to Gettysburg. He's asked me, hey, let's go to Gettysburg. And he likes the historical aspect of it. He also likes the paranormal stuff. So he believes in ghosts and he believes in UFOs. So there is like that mix with religious people. It's funny. that I mean, especially with Catholics, like I don't understand why why the uh, the apprehension and in, in believing in life outside of our planet or our solar system or even maybe within our solar system. Um, especially when the Pope himself has said that, you know, he would baptize an alien and he does believe that extraterrestrials exist. Like he's open to the, if the Pope is open to the possibilities that there's life outside this world, that should tell you something, you know, like these are, these are people in really high places that have access oh. to information. This may get me canceled have. with the Catholics, but the Pope has, is the Pope is open to a lot of things. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> So, but we, you know, it's funny, we, but everybody knows what, you know, the Catholic religion has its faults for sure. It's funny that we got onto this topic because I want to play something. It's just kind of good timing. So I'll, I'll play this real quick. Painting that shows what appears to be men in crafts flying through the skies throughout history. There are these indications of craft. But like, you know what I'm talking yes. about? Like, look, yes. look how it's like a plate turned on its side, and then there's a person inside yes. of it. Above her left shoulder, there is an object, and if you really zoom in, look at the dude staring up at it, and everything is intentional. Like yeah. Here you got Christ being crucified, and then above him, UFOs. That is so that's a clip from Joe Rogan, and he was talking to Jeremy Corbell. Yeah, about 17th century paintings. And these paintings in the 17th century depicting Christ and Mary in the sky, they're not angels. Those are spacecrafts. Right. They look like fucking planes, spacecrafts. And but the one behind Mary definitely looks like... And, the, and, and what's crazy is on the neighboring hill in the painting... I've seen that painting. On the neighboring hill in that painting, you see what looks like... 
like a sheep herder and because there's sheep to the right of him and and a, like a littler person which is probably you know a, a daughter figure or a son figure so um a, a, a father and son let's just say or or a father and daughter or, or a mother and daughter but they're peering off into the cliff and you can see his arm is pointing up at the sky at the image of the small little craft that's behind Mary in that 17th century painting. See, I forget the, who yeah, was it. Da Vinci? No, it wasn't. No, I I don't know. You know, I I never got to. Um, go ahead, Google Google it, Jamie. Google it, Google it, Jamie. I don't know who did these photos, but I mean these paintings. But at the end of the day, they are painting, and they're way, 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 way like far out of any time where Christ was alive. They're right. paintings from 17th century and they're just paintings. But the fact of the matter is that the closer people are, you know, these are 17th century. So they're closer to the time period, even though it's still far, far away. They're closer to the time period of, you know, I'm not saying it was close to the Jesus time, but I'm saying they're in that time period where they weren't too far off, you know, but they're painting these things and even they're just paintings. But why did they put them in? Why are people painting, you know, we, we today, even though angels are not what people portray, right? We right. see, you know, we have a, a, a person that looks like us and there's wings. That's not what angels look like. You know, every time an angel appeared in the Bible, the first thing that was said to the person the angel was appearing in front of was do not be afraid. And there's a reason why they said, do not be afraid. Because angels, in if you look really what angels look like, they're horrific. They have like many eyes. There's like the seraphim, it's called. The, one of them is actually called the seraphim. And they don't look like what's depicted today. So, you know, who knows what they what people were seeing during biblical times. But these paintings depict what appears to be like spacecrafts and and. and ufos and kind of like things from star wars and you know speed bike type things and these paintings were drawn with these objects for a reason right and for for your listeners if they want to look up that painting so you can see what we were talking about to get a better idea it's it's called the madonna with saint Gio, giovannino late 1400s so if you just give that a quick google you'll pull that painting up and you'll right away you'll know like this is that's it's strange. It's like, very why strange. Why would the artist choose to put that in the background? You know, it's There's even, no answer. You know it's even stranger? That if you look at Mexico, the trinkets that were found, and in South America, and hieroglyphics, right. very, very similar to what we see in cave paintings and hieroglyphics and things we found. Very, very similar. Like, And that's what goes to, like, if there's enough evidence of things we find, to be like, we don't know what these were at that time that they were drawing or sculpting with gold. And, and you know, they saw something that shouldn't have been around. And they're trying to express it. Exactly. And we've mentioned that plenty of, plenty of times on our, on our podcast. So media's died down. We haven't heard anything about UFOs. Um, now, I'll say this here. You guys heard this first, whoever's listening to this episode. Today, something substantial happened in politics. Okay. Um, and I won't get into it because I, there's no reason for me to get into the subject. However, something substantial did happen today and I'm sure left-wing outlets won't really talk about it. 
And what I will say is something that has been talked about since a certain president was was a president saying that a certain thing happened and he denied it and denied it and his followers denied it and denied it. And today the report came out that it was in fact 100% – this is like the second period on the end of the sentence. It was in fact BS and the manpower and taxpaying money should have not been used to – research this mm-hmm. and he eaten it and, and it came out today and um now with this i'm sure not, like not I, very big headlines behind it either for for it being such substantial news yeah of course well you know media you know i don't want to get into it but it's a big report and you know of course cnn actually reported it i saw that but not i mean i don't oh, know they they, they the, said this on the, the channel the, yes they actually said that this kind of uh solidifies that he was telling the truth and, and does him justice. Wow. And when that happens, you know it's pretty big. And that, whether it was a minute clip or it's or, pretty bad and everyone's just trying to cover their... Well, know, yeah. You know what. But it exonerates this person because they were trying to say that a certain country was, was you know, help, helping him out and colluding. And guess right. what? It was all bullshit. And people said it then. And it came out that, you know, the whole <laughs> dossier was fake. And long story short, this whole report and investigation by this gentleman, you know, concluded that it was in fact bullshit. And will those people be facing, you know, uh, treason charges? Probably not because we've seen this before. But anyways, major, major. They needed a UFO story today if they ever needed one. Well, exactly (laughs) my point. That's exactly my point. Now, with this big news, I would not be surprised within the next two weeks, you heard it here first, something comes out with UFOs. And if it does... It will validate everyone's. You got to you got to take this soundbite too. What what's today's date? It's May fifteenth, right? May fifteenth. May fifteenth. Right? So we get it's, the soundbite so that people I, know. And fucking, then... I'm telling you right now because I will blast this all over all social media. I keep this shit off Facebook, you know, like political stuff. I rejuvenated my Facebook page, and it's only me, family, some work stuff. And but I'll tell you right now, if UFO stuff happens this week or next week, it is because of what came out today, and it will be to completely to to the certain political side to be like, look, UFOs. And they'll be like, with their mask on their face like this. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. And it will it will happen. And if, it, and if it happens in the next week or two, we get a major news report on MSNBC. You know why this is more than ever now, though? Because we have information at our fingertips. Like, I'm sitting here, and never before have we been able to have access to all types of news 24-7, right? Um, and the topic that we're we're going to touch on today and we're is uh virginia brazil and the ufo crash that occurred in 1996 now what's going on in 1996 during january um and the truth of the matter is not a whole hell of a lot but why did it make why didn't it make news news coverage like people are actually i'm just finding out that this happened in 1996 i don't like, re- a ufo crash in 1996 i don't remember when? it i don't remember i don't remember it, it. and, I and in 96 big news in 96 i was in the prime of just getting into uh ufos and paranormal because joe in, rogan didn't even know about it because he talked about it recently <laughs> on his podcast yeah he had this no, this documentary no became fairly fairly trendy in the last month or two you know, maybe not even two months, month and a half. Because people were like, where, where was the news on this? And now if we lived in an age of social, social media, you couldn't avoid something like that. No. If an incident like that ever occurred today, like 
man, I wish social media existed because right away people would just pull up their phones and just start posting. Yes. Right? Like someone would go live. It's crazy because during 96, I was just getting into paranormal. 95 is when I saw my UFO. My first UFO, undoubtedly. The last two things I saw, I don't know what the fuck they were. I posted recently this past couple of days about the one in Yonkers. The I one saw. that, yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, you know, I, I, whatever the black object was, whether it was a bird, plane, Superman, or whatever it was, there was something else over, over it that shot across the sky and disappeared. And whatever. But in 95, I saw, undoubtedly, a UFO. A large circular yellow disc where it was so clear, dude, if I had a phone, it would have been the best UFO evidence ever put out there. But there was no phones at the time. There was VHS and I didn't have a VHS camera. And I saw the windows and everything. And a year later in 96, this is when this Brazil thing happened. So there's so many parallels that I'm watching this documentary and I'm like putting things together um, of, of what I know about UFOs and what's been propagated in the media and everything that they're talking about and you got to start to read between the lines a little bit and say whoa hold on there's stuff that adds up here now it gives more credence to the things that we're seeing in in you know current times 2022 2023 ufo reports of similar shaped craft and that was reported back in 1996 so i wonder if it's around the same time i was and I kid you not, you can ask my mom, my uncle, my sister. About we're, the beach we're all, thing? We're, yeah, about the beach. Mm-hmm. We're all coming from Robert Moses. And there's a bridge that you have to cross from to get back to the other side when you're going to Robert. Robert Moses is a little out of the way for anybody who doesn't know Long Island. It's like if you want to go to Jones, that's the closest beach you'll get to you know the city. But then further down, it's more secluded anyway. So we would always go to Robert Moses. It's a little bit more comfortable over there, a lot less crowded, a lot less of the young crowd. And uh, we spent our summers over there. We're going over this bridge and, and same kind of UFO that you described. I mean, we're talking about we're at sunset. <coughs> we're at sunset. We see the sun. Like the sun is the sun is setting, right? And we're like, okay, that's the sun, but what is that? And everybody on this bridge legit stopped. Traffic stopped. People got out of their cars to watch this thing. And it was just this bright disc-shaped object. And it 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 was in the distance, but it wasn't so far away where we were like, you know, it, it was clear as day. And I would say maybe like the length of seven, eight football fields away. And it was probably somewhere around that time. It was it was 100% in the 90s. I don't know if it was closer to 96. My brother hadn't been born yet. So I want to say maybe it was like 94 or 95. Um, my brother was born in 96. But 96 was, good, was a good year. Yankees won the World Series. Chicago Bulls won the NBA Finals. A lot going on in 1996. Not for the people in Brazil. Not for the people in Brazil. It was just one thing that was on their mind. So... Um, but yeah, really interesting documentary. Uh, what was the, what was the name of this documentary again? I don't know if you have it there. It's called um, Point of Contact. Um, Moment of Contact. Moment of Contact. Great, great. Uh, J- James Fox. Uh, James Fox. Yes, James Fox. I was about to say Jamie Fox. Hope he's doing all right. By the way. Yeah, no one knows what happened with him. No, no, that's weird. Yeah, dude. Don't get me. That's started. another conspiracy. Don't get me fucking started, <laughs> man. Because I, you know, but yeah, you know, and they're not there. Real quick on that. And then we'll get back on track. I, I have Googled what is wrong with Jamie Foxx. 
And I don't have any definitive answer. Neither does the No, nothing. It's just super. But guys, just remember to get your boosters, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Which no one's getting boosters now. I know, right? No well, one's getting the boosters. They they stopped the uh, emergency mandate for it. But it, but you're supposed to get it, man. <laughs> right? Or I guess so. Ah, uh, anyways. So um, this filmmaker, James Fox, um, and he's in the film as well. He's just interviewing the key witnesses. And it's just some of the most compelling testimony to watch. And while you're watching it, you're thinking to yourself, all right, never heard about this. Could this be an act? Could all these people be actors and they're putting on it? And I'm like, these are people in Brazil. They're, I mean, obviously Brazil has actors. And then I'm looking at the people that are in the documentary and I'm like, oh shit, this is real. So two things about that documentary. You said actors, right? Right. When they took that guy who um, supposedly saw the crash happen. His name is Carlos de Souza. Yeah. They, he couldn't find this, the spot in the beginning. Right, like they 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 drove him drove, to this yeah, to the yeah. house, the White House, where it was. It was like a little barn. He, and, they were trying to find the house. He said there was a house here. I don't know where the house is. He, so he, he was uncertain. And then he walks down this hill, and then he's Aki Aki. Yeah. Oh, however it is in Portuguese to say here here. And then he kept saying here here, and then he starts crying. It just seemed too emotional to be like I. Like, the tears come in. His eyes were really red. My skeptic, my skeptical side came out at that point, and right. I was like, "It's a little overkill." You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he went through, whether it was not acting or not. But he was talking about there was, it. It might have been a traumatic event for him. You know, he was talking about how the soldiers, when the soldiers got there, they pointed guns. They at pointed him. guns at him. Yeah. You know, like imagine twenty three years goes by. And you hadn't been to that spot. Nobody's talked to you about it for 23 years. And maybe you tell people here or there and they're like, you're, you know, you're crazy. I, I had a skeptical side come out. But then again, you know, he had guns pointed at him. Maybe he was too scared to talk about it. And he kept it bottled up. And that's why he got emotional. Well, listen, they're going to they're gonna threaten you with everything. They threaten people in Roswell. There's, you know. They won't touch him now. That. You know why they won't touch him? Because if he all of a sudden dies, it would come out that he oh, died. And then, and then that would be like, all right. This guy that made this documentary it would give is it validity. A hundred percent. So to the listeners that. that haven't seen the documentary, I'll give you like a cliff notes on it. Brazil, there was these three girls. You heard in the monologue, it was short and sweet. But um, there was people filming the, the, the UFO crashing. They had VHS cameras. And I'm assuming the, the, the video clips made the documentary because whoever was filming the UFO crashing... Because it was like, you know, darting around. It was small, by the way. Which goes, which we'll get into that too, about all these different sizes. Wait, wait, the, the most compelling thing for me is that NORAD, which is a North American Aerospace Defense Command, warned Brazilian authorities that day that they picked up some UFO activity on their radar of a craft that mm. was going astronomical speeds um, in Virginia, Brazil. And then boom, the incident. <coughs> right. So there was people filming. With VHS cameras, and um, the object was small, which we'll get into like, you know, for the most part, people think of UFOs as big. Now, all of a sudden, these UFOs are like, they're small, like, you know, like- Drone size. Yeah, drone size. Well, this one, they crashed, they said that it was the size of a school bus or tic-tac shape. Yeah, but in the video that these, there was, I think, two video clips from two different families, and it was, it looked kind of- Right, but it, so I, I watched that part, but then it took me a while to realize that- 
that was early that was the year prior in 1995 they were showing ufo activity in virginia brazil oh it wasn't the same it wasn't the same year oh, okay. it wasn't the same ufo okay yeah so then erase about that. so yeah so erase that then and um so cliff notes they these girls they they heard the crash they saw the crash or whatever the case may be and they're walking and the crash happened in this like grassy you know foresty terrain actually hillish area it, right, it was right, like right. farm farmland ish and um, the girls were walking and they went into this like little alleyway type thing and they saw this creature about five foot with a big head and red eyes. Um, and then the military stormed in and this guy picked the the alien up that was supposedly injured and he brought it back. He was a soldier. Yeah, this this military personnel, he took these and um, took it back and. Military stormed in and was telling people they can't pass. They were guns were out, the whole nine. And um, you know, the where the crash site was, that the gentleman we were talking about, Carlos, we was threatened with guns and says, Go away, there's nothing to see here, you know, government doing what governments do. And um that guy who picked up the alien ended up dying from a bacterial infection. Marco Cherizi. Marco Cherizi. And um you know, it was a very, very weird thing. And they were told, everyone that witnessed everything, to basically shut your mouth. You didn't see this. This is something that happened. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And no one heard about it. And this is probably why I, we didn't know about it. And then the documentary came out and a lot of things got shed to light. And it's oddly similar, minus the threats, because there are reports in Roswell that there were some threats. People like, disappeared. There was that, I believe. And don't quote me on this. And I've said this actually once before. The rancher who found it all? There, that was like one vanished. of the f- first reports of Men in Black. Yeah. And not only that, when the, when Roswell happened, they said flat out saucer-shaped object. And the news at the time. They had to retract everything. Retract everything. This was all typewriters, you know, printing. Literally, right, like, you know, right. we, we still have newspapers today, but people don't realize that. A majority of Americans and people around the world get their news via social media and in the phones. They printed out date the day it happened, crash that saucer. the U.S. government had a crash saucer. With next its- day, very next day, right right when the newspaper is hot off the presses, it was a balloon. Yeah, biggest, always balloons. Biggest retraction in U.S. Yes. history. Yes, and 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 then and then years later, we hear about Roswell. We're hearing today in in 2023. We're talking some, about- some similarities between Roswell and um, Varnaha, Virginia, Brazil. Um, let me go to this page real quick. This guy, what's his name again? Carlos de Souza. He talks about picking up some of the debris when he's in the crash field. He could see all the debris everywhere. This aluminum, He right? picked up this aluminum. He said his light was like a feather almost. And it was in his hand and it was like a ball shape. One of the pieces that he picked up and he, he crushed it. And it and came then, right back. And then he like let it go because he, he's like, this is light. He's like, I, I like molded it with my hands. See where you're going with and this. I, and he let it go and it molded right back to its original shape. Mm-hmm. Now, if you know anything about Major Jesse Marcel, Jesse Marcel bought a piece of, of the of the wreckage of the Roswell wreckage home to his son. And his son till this day describes the wreckage as having these strange glyphs on them crunching them up almost like it was aluminum foil right you you'd crunch it up on the table he'd let it go and it'd go right back to its original shape the same thing that carlos de souza said in brazil that's see and do you think people i mean maybe they might know so so people could people could pull from other ufo incidents right we're talking roswell and and 
1996 incident had a good 50 years apart from one another, roughly. And maybe this guy knew about Roswell and wanted to just throw that piece into the... Because everybody saw the movie at that point. And I don't even know if the movie came out in 96. It might have. But I feel like that was a detail that people didn't even... That'd be a good thing to look up. Um, but again, this documentary is filmed in 2023. He's saying this in 2023. So he Actually, had, it wasn't filmed in 2023, I don't think. No, not not the Roswell movie. No, no, the documentary. The documentary? Point of Contact or Moment, Moment of, contact. of Contact? I don't think it was filmed in 2023. I think when I pulled it up on my TV, it said 2022. But the, docu- oh, yeah, yeah. the documentary became popular in the last few in months. Last like, few months. Because someone went on Joe Rogan. See, that's why I like Joe Rogan and I use his clips and stuff like sometimes. Because this dude talks about so much stuff. And one of the things that when I know he's talking to someone of paranormal validity, I watch, I listen. And because of him, things get popular. And I feel like I didn't know about this until I heard a he clip on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he brings topics to light. You know, so I didn't know about this until I he's found- got bigger listening power than the mainstream media. And I think that that's why they went after him. They, they went tried. after him. They tried. They tried. And they, they tried. They'll try to go after they threatened, anybody who they threatened Spotify. They they said that he said uh, racial comments, which he's a comedian, which you know, like it, every, it was taken out of context. Yeah, very. I mean, that. he played the clip. He apologized. He, you know, he's like, listen, I'll apologize, but they he played every clip that he was talking about, and it never, you know, they went after him, dude. As do they with everybody. They went after doctors for COVID. They went after uh, Bob Lazar, right? Right after Bob Lazar, they went after um, Joe Rogan. They go after everyone that is bringing valid points and they try to shut them down. And we're seeing today more than ever, especially today with today's news, that people that say certain things, they try to go after them for a reason. And then it gets validated. The truth comes out. Eventually, I always say, everyone that says I'm a conspiracy theorist or or back in 2016. Well, here's the thing. uh, like Everything that I said in 2016 in regards to a certain subject fucking came true to a T to this day. Right. Somebody told me today, if, if you if you want to captivate an audience, just tell the truth. People are clamoring for the truth because they know that there's like a vast sea of lies every time they turn on the television. People are aware of it. People are very aware they're of hyper it. They're hyper aware that they're, that they're being force-fed lies. I feel in 2023, a lot of I see a lot of people waking up. But if you go back just two years, there's so many people that like, I have a friend, won't mention name, won't, I won't even try to even say anything to give a hint away. But me and him have had conversations and I just stopped saying anything in regards to the conversation because it would get edgy. Our, our, our you know, talks would get edgy. And I just, I wish I could, and I just don't want to jeopardize a friendship over it. Be like, yo, dude, this, 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 I told you so. What's the excuse? And I feel that he's so in left field and I'm in right field or really center field that he would still try to make up excuses about everything. I, yeah. I, I mean, everything. That's, that's a problem. People get they, they get really proud about certain things that they were wrong about. It, it's really hard for an individual to rectify or recognize that they were they were wrong at any point, especially when you're so like emotionally invested in this specific position right you're not gonna but this is why i tell people and i tell them on my on this on this podcast i'm like you really have to look at every source you can't just watch one source and then and then shake your head and agree with it you got to watch everything i have watched news that i don't particularly like to watch just to try to take snippets from everything and be like all right what 
let's combine everything I've listened to. You know what I mean? And, and, and see that if I listen to every outlet that's reporting the same subject, can I consolidate it into my own, you know, uh, you know, final product. Right. And I've done it. And I've done it since 2016. I wish that I never really got into any kind of politics. I wish I, when I registered to vote, I registered as an independent, could give a fuck less about politics. And when a certain election came about, I, I really started looking at both candidates. And at that time, I was like, damn, we're fucked either way. Literally, you know? And I wish I never got into it because I find myself on my personal page on Instagram just like seeing news clips and be like, oh my God, this is, I gotta, I gotta share. It gets you frustrated because yeah. we're, uh, as a, as an American, you're living in this country and you're, you're wondering what, what's the future of the country. Like every great civilization has a fall and we're hoping we're not on the, on the back end of that, of but that what's, fall, right? What's like, so crazy, Joe, is that people, there are people and you're out of, you're out of your mind to say that the country's in good shape, that believe yeah. the country's in good shape. Stuff. We haven't been in good shape in the last like 20 years. Yeah. Well, maybe more. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you why. Just take a look at the debt ceiling. It's always being raised every year, every year, every year. We're not in a surplus. We're, we're fucking $20 trillion in debt. Well, That's an astronomical amount of money that we're I can tell you where we find back. $20 trillion and get it back. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. Oh, I feel like if I go on a different podcast outlet and, 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 just unload about that. Oh, dude. But I can't do it here. You know, I try to stay in the middle. And I really am in the middle. I just, you know, it's just certain things. I think you, I think you have to be when you look at politics because there's always going to be people colluding on one side or the people other. People say I'm not. You know, and then, and it goes back years that I'm not. And I've gotten called every name under the book, dude. And, and I have one friend. Because here's the problem with politics now. If you take a position, if you take one position that has ideologies solely based on a right side or a left right wing or left wing, they're just going to automatically associate you with that political party. It doesn't matter. Right. So like, uh, I can't even really give an example because they're, they're all, they're all like controversial examples, but no, I, I could, I could say the conservatives will call the, the liberals and, and say they're Antifa and they're the, you know, they're, uh, you know, certain other right, right. other thing that I don't even want to say. And then the left but like, will... For instance, like it, let's say you have conservative values and you don't want your children to be taught certain things, right? And if you say that out loud nowadays... You're automatically you're a white supremacist. You're automatically canceled. You're, you're not allowed. You're not, entitled, you're not entitled to that opinion anymore. Right. And you, you have now gone from one side to the other side. Right. They don't care, you know, what political affiliation you say you have right they just yeah you're this we're labeling you as this it's not it's it's very extreme right it's now. it's it is crazy and you know people are wondering why are we getting into a little bit of political talk because the government silences people that talk about things that they don't want people to know about and in 96 in brazil the government there was silencing people everyone and you have to wonder the mayor the mayor currently, the current mayor of Virginia, Brazil, says that the incident was real, says that it happened. This is an elected official. Now, imagine uh, for a moment, uh, I was thinking uh, Bloomberg, but he hasn't been the mayor in forever. Imagine Eric Adams saying that the UFO incident that took place in New York City and blah, 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 whatever year, he's like, that it actually happened when they tried to cover it up, you know? 
I was watching that uh, this this page um, that you put me onto is the What Files, WF. The Y Files. And there was an incident in Brooklyn on the Brooklyn Bridge. These uh, someone saw this UFO in a building, and these two cops saw the incident happening in a building of a girl potentially being abducted, and then some CIA agents came and or the one of the co- like were kidnapping her because she made contact and they saw it was like this wild story, but it goes to show it it kind of coincides because if Eric Adams said that story, that incident was real and cause he was a cop at the time. Right. Eric Adams. And he said that what would happen to Eric Adams? We canceled. Maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? They'd call him a nut. They'd, you know, yeah, I, well, I don't think he would be bold enough to say it. He's just, he's, he's such an in the media figure figure. And now Virginia Rosillis is a very small, very small, very small part of Brazil. Population, probably thousand, maybe a little more. It, what it what it looks like, it looks like you're looking at country town, and then it somewhat gets into this like urban area. Not I wouldn't say urban, but like yeah, like a small city ho- homes that are clustered together. A very small, small city. Yeah. Um, and almost it feels like like everyone knows someone, right? Like circles or inner circles are really close and yeah. tight. Like we have our, our and our, I feel like that's why that mayor was so inclined to saying, you know. It was an actual incident and it took place. He knew people that were involved what, 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 in it you, and that were key you witnesses. Think, why do you think that from 96 to 2022, when that was filmed, or 2021, give or take, it came out 2022, doesn't mean it was filmed in 2022. You know, he probably took his time. What, make, what makes you think, why did that mayor decide to come public and say it? Mm-hmm. Now, you know what I mean? Is there, is there like a, a no gag order that got released? Like a gag right. order that was set you, in place. You know that there's not going to be much tourism to that part of Brazil. There's nothing to see over there. It's just like well, they farmland. got a cool UFO model. They got a town. UFO model in town. It's just it would be like one of those stopovers for people who are like UFO enthusiasts. And there's not. I mean, I wouldn't fly. It, to, it's I'll a, be very honest. I'll be honest. With you, I'm not flying over. I there. don't like flying to begin with. That's number one. But number two, there's nothing in the world that would you could pay. Not not nothing against Brazil, but there's nothing that could make me go to that spot in Brazil. I would go to see the the statue, or or other areas of Brazil that are touristy, but I would not go there. There's no yeah. reason. I just it's a it's a dangerous place, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil is very dangerous. <laughs> it was in it was and, in Cold Duty, Modern Warfare maybe too. Not, maybe original. not Virginia, Brazil, but because it does seem like it's small town vibes. Doesn't seem impoverished in any way. Like when they were driving around, everything looked relatively clean and and new. So I was like, this is a nice this is a nice town. Um, but the story, man, it's just compelling. The witness testimony, the girls, and not just the girls, the people that saw the shape. Oh, another thing was um, that kind of gives validity to, um, what's this guy's name again? I'm just going to keep going back and forth. Um, Carlos, was it Carlos? Yes, Carlos de Souza. What gives Car- the guy who was crying... You was like you were. It kind of like yeah. I'm on the fence ra- about ra- him. Raise a red flag about. I'm him. on the fence with any Carlos's man he because me- Carlos Carrasco's been MIA. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he, he mentioned something that all the other witnesses kind of mentioned, um, even the ones in the hospital and the doctor that worked on um, the 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 soldier who passed away from the one that handled the the creature directly. That he grabbed him and got whatever was on his skin on himself. 
they all mentioned that there was a smell of pneumonia and almost sulfur. They said almost worse, worse than what you can imagine smelling pneumonia and sulfur together would be like. That's what it was. And Carlos de Souza said when, when he got to the scene, he, he had to put his like shirt over his face because that's how bad the smell was, like just trying to cover his face as best as he can as he walked around the wreckage. Um, and the doctor that worked on the doctor that worked on the soldier that had direct contact with the being said that he smelt the same way. Um, that Did this guy get sick? I don't remember this he, part. He, so Did he, he get sick instantly, that soldier? or He, he, he died three days later. So, of, but of, when he picked him up, like, did he start showing symptoms of being sick? Like, how did it go about? That's the, see, that's the thing. I don't know. It, it's it's if he died three days later, they said that he was admitted to the hospital hours after handling him. Uh, that he fell ill. That he didn't feel well. Uh, they ran blood work. His his wife um, has the paperwork. Actually, no, his sister has the paperwork for all his his blood work, and it, they determined that he had. Um, some kind of unknown bacteria in his body. I could be could be mistaken. No, I, about I remember that. saying, they, saying they it was a bacterial infection. It was a, it was a, a bacterial infection, but there were there were traces of things that were unknown, um, and they labeled them inside the paperwork. And this, she was she this, was showing the paperwork from the hospital. This dude got COVID in ninety six. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's where it fucking started. <laughs> um, oh man, I, yeah, that that documentary, man. Um, it was. Crazy to hear a story that we didn't know about that literally happened while we were growing up. And it's very, it's kind of similar to the Roswell thing. And I have to say this, I got to give, I, I've done it a few times, a big shout out to Bob Lazar because he was mocked and silenced. Did you see his documentary? Um, With, uh, I think Jeremy Corbell. I've seen a few of them. Where the FBI raided his place while they were filming. And they were saying that they were looking for that that element that he supposedly stole. And it was it happened during the documentary. And like he supposedly got arrested a few times for making his own fireworks. That's that's one thing that I read on him. But I'm like, you would go after a guy wow. for making his own fireworks. Come on. Like yeah. they were they are bullying this guy because he came out. And he was very smart, I guess, when you sign these affidavits or these, you know, these these contracts or these, you know, whatever, whatever it's called, the correct terminology. The time limit was up. Like, so he started working. He didn't work in Area 51. He worked in like a substation around there, supposedly. Right. And I guess whatever he signed says, you can't talk about this for like 15 years. It's like an NDA. And yeah, and yeah, NDA, exactly. That's the word. Um, And when that NDA was over, he was like, Fuck it, I'm talking about what I saw because this shit is crazy. People need to know about it. And they went after him. And people at the time, because I remember listening listen to They still go after him. Yeah, they still Joe do. Joe Rogan had a, a a guy on his podcast. I think he's a physicist. Um, Let me guess, he called him nuts? It, in not so many words, but like he said something about his story um, and how like- His story never changes. It, so it doesn't change, which is which is a, a good sign or a good indicator- That he's not lying. That he's not lying. Um, but he met, he kept, uh, phrasing that, you know, every, anytime you ask him about the physics, he said, oh, and, or anybody who's so-called quote unquote worked on these, um, objects, right. They defy the laws of, 
of gravity. They defy the laws of physics. Now it's like, all right, are you a physicist? How do you know? And he was quite, he's actually making some really good points. Like, so what qualified it as defying the laws of physics? Like what, what did it actually do? You could, and then he's like, they'll always revert back to saying something like, well, you could see that it was defying the laws of physics. It was doing such and such. Well, you know, so he was, he was trying to make this counter argument that they were suggesting that it defied the laws of physics without giving any background on the physics that it was defying. Bob Lazar has told the same story. And the one story he has told over and over again is he came across something in wherever he was working in this substation near Area 51 that there was a, a, a spherical object of some sort, paraphrasing here, that they were using reverse engineering and they got this engineering and the idea from potentially what crashed in Roswell. And this thing was right. floating off the ground, not with... Any jets? I think I think Bob Lazar is of the belief that they that this was um, an ancient finding that this is a relic of a of something that's been here for probably hundreds of thousands of years, if not like a million years. They said that it, he said that it was a an archaeological find. Did he? Because mm -hmm. he said a, he said that on the Joe Rogan podcast. Because I've heard so many. But who knows what he was working? Because they said that it could have been from the Roswell crash, and because remember Roswell happened, and then years later, what what became famous? Area Fifty One. Right. You know, and that's and why they, they for the for such a long time they were like Area Fifty One doesn't exist, and it's like it wasn't an actual military base, and then like they had to declassify because of the Freedom of Information Act. Like fuck, you know, it actually is called Area Fifty One. It does exist. Yeah. You know, we're gonna take a momentary pause. And we're back from the momentary pause. And, um, you know, we're talking about Bob Lazar and Area 51. And, you know, I wanted to really get into this subject. Have you noticed, uh, Joe, that the size of the UFOs are, like, drastically changing from what people knew? Um, I, what I saw was massive on in 95. And now I feel like they're, Motherships like from, from, from the, like, for instance, you... You take an incident like the uh, the Arizona incident. Not to cut you off. In 1997. <gasps> Just thought about that. I don't want to cut you off, but speaking of motherships, remember that report where yeah. Lester Holt was like, there's a mothership. Right after that, nothing. Right? Nothing. When was this? I would say a month and change ago, Lester Holt came out with a report. Oh, right, right, And he right. literally said, and this is, what is it? what's Lester Holt? NBC, MSNBC? ABC. Yes. I don't know. And he came out flat out and said there might I'm gonna be. I'm going to actually look it up right now. Space. It, it had to do with uh, the, the director of Space Force. He was like, there might be a mothership. And I'm like, this is fucking huge. And then like two days later, silence. And no one is questioning what he said. And he's right. like, you know, a prominent news face, news anchor person, the interviews, does debate questions, all nine. He said something about a mothership. And here we are today and no one's talking about motherships. Right. It, it, it's crazy. And for those of you who don't know, the Space Force is an actual branch of the military now. Um, who Trump brought that into effect, right? The Space Force. I, I, I think, think he so because people were making fun of him. Like, of course, you know, right? But I, th I, I think it was um, it was on its way to becoming a branch, and it became official under Trump. But I'm going to apply like, during during. I'm going to apply. I think. <laughs> Why not? If the podcast thing doesn't work out, let me go Space fight Force some aliens. Let's, let's figure out what's going on. Yeah, but it has to raise a red flag for you. Like, if there's a Space Force. Really think, utilize your head. You think the American 
you think the American gut? Well, we've wasted a lot of money. I can't even say that, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you, you really think, think the American government would waste money would on, waste a space money force? on a space yes, force? Yes, Joey. There's no aliens. You yes, know, like, they will. But I, I honestly do believe, like, if there is a space force, it it indicates that there is a credible threat outside in our universe. Whether it be like, I don't know exactly what the space force entails. It could be like looking for extraterrestrial bodies, like like asteroids that are going to impact into Earth. But more so for me, it's a military branch. So it would make sense that it's looking for other civilizations that may be a threat to us militarily, right? Um, and then, so more recently- When you um, think military branch, military, when you say military, you already think of, it's gonna be a fight. Yeah, exactly. So recently the, the Space Force, and I'm trying to look it up, the Space Force military or the Space Force commander, I guess maybe he's a general or, the commander in chief johnny rico right <laughs> roughnecks starship troopers i'm trying to look this guy up there's there's pictures of him here it says master sergeant master chief um master chief halo i know right there's a bunch of things coming up now speaking of halo you're not a gamer no i'm not i never so i was a gamer back in like the xbox one day i was a gamer and then i started watching ancient aliens and grew and my then, hair out and, 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 <laughs> and here yeah, i am i didn't get into the gaming phase because i was like i was heavy into playing baseball at the time the gaming was really taken off remember when you threw me and that curveball and my back broke oh yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> i was just coming from my head strike a <laughs> fuck <laughs> this guy jumped out of the out of the battle i was like this shit's gonna hit me right over the plate like, fuck <laughs> But uh, I feel like that kind of strayed me from the from the gaming and everything. There's just a lot of traveling involved. But back to uh, back to the subject here. This guy off subject. Am I a good umpire, Joey? Honestly, you're you're a good umpire. Thank you. In the summer league, you you called them fair. I was fair. There there was a pitch that was like high and tight on me that I didn't agree with. But other than that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I haven't even. It's so crazy these side jobs that I do off subject of anything. But I do these side jobs. And I was talking about off, off, off air about when I used to bounce and I got screwed royally. Me and my friend, you know, this place, I won't mention the place, but you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and, um, and I was, and, I, and umpiring for years. And this year, uh, they gave the, the field that I, uh, the big field that I umpired at to a, a different organization. They were like, well, you could still do the little field. And I haven't heard nothing. I'm like, yo, you know, what? I give 110% to people sometimes. And you just don't get that recognition back. Right. It's sad, you know. It's really sad. But um, yo, dude, uh, that can you pull up after you're done research, or if mm -hmm. you can open another window? This the latest best piece of evidence for UFOs that just happened. It was the Colombian superstar or supermodel that saw it. Yes, where she she filmed she filmed that UFO that was going by in her plane. So there's like a different report that it was a pilot. Now. That it wasn't her, yeah, it seemed but, like it was no. A but the first she was in the came... cockpit. It, 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 oh, she if it was. was her. If it was her phone, or the report was that she was in the cockpit at the time. So I had the clip, and I, I want to play it right now. UFO community going absolutely bananas. This amazing UAP sighting checks all of the boxes for what has been said over the last thirty years. There are unknown craft operating in our airspace that accelerate with the belly of the craft facing outwards. 
This info was made mainstream when Bob Lazar broke it back in the 80s. But wait, it gets so much better. The video has been extensively analyzed with all the other UAP videos the U.S. military has captured. People are saying that this might be live footage of the gimbal. Like and follow for real footage. So that clip's from Midnight Stories, uh, Midnight Stories 32 on TikTok. Gotta give credit where credit's due. That that video, dude, at the end of this TikTok reel, let me see if I could kind of like, he compares it to the UAP Tic Tac video. It looks exactly the it's same. It's exactly the same. And this thing is small, bro. Like this plane was flying, whether it was the supermodel from Columbia um, or a pilot, this thing flew by them fucking like, I, I saw it. it was Yo, dude. And when they freeze framed it, like, it's should not even be aerodynamic. No. Like, that's not a yo, There is nothing this world has. I don't care if it's Ukraine taking $670 trillion we sent them to make a spacecraft. Bro, this is not something that we are capable of well, making. Well, you know what Neil deGrasse Tyson would say? Oh, fuck him too. <laughs> he he would say that it's uh that it's probably military, that it's it's probably There's ours or then or I would like him if he ever said that, I would like whoever's interviewing him for him to explain how that is fucking possible. Exactly. Because there is nothing on earth that can fly like Thir- that. Thirteen thousand miles per hour they've clocked some of these That's ships. Insane. It's, it's insane. There's no way no no so first of all no drone, no missile, no 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 helicopter plane blimp goes that fast superman the flash quicksilver anything can go that fast bro i'm telling you right now that's insane what what's in that I don't video think people realize how fast that speed is when they say that they're clocking these what is that in what that is that in, so what so when we talk aerial uh speed and flying objects right we go by mock right what mock is that 20 12 20 i mean it's gotta, it's gotta be, more, be more mach 7 is like Pilot jets now, right? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look up real quick the speeds, like Mach speeds and miles per hour because I'm American. Uh, that's how we that's how we do it here. That's how we roll. Who is it? Kilometers? <laughs> what is it in kilometers, good sir? <laughs> What's the fastest Mach ever? So I'm like Mach eight, Mach seven. No, it's got to be Mach on record. On record, it's got to be seven or eight single digits. You would think that stuff is a little bit more accessible. You really got to search through stuff. You got to really, really comb through the internet to find the uh, the information that you want. So I should just use Chat GPT and just ask it. But um, yeah, I feel like so. Let's just see what Mach one is, and then we can judge from there. Yeah, Mach one to MPH. Actually, let's do this. Siri, how fast is Mach one? 761 miles per hour. Here's what I found from dauntlesssoft.com. Mach, Mach 1 is saying speed of, sound. speed of sound. Okay, so how fast is Mach 7? Here's an answer from Wikipedia. 7 the times the speed of sound. Yeah, so so actually I actually okay, was so, able to pull it up. So for for reference, 3000 miles per hour is Mach 4. Right? We've only ever been uh it's looking like close to Mach 10 or at Mach 10. No, I know Mach I had 10. a razor that was Mach 7. <laughs> <laughs> the great razors, the uh, Gillette. Yeah, they remember back stuff. then? when I, I didn't even have facial hair. Mach 7 came out. How fast is Mach 10? Mach 10 is 7,000 miles per hour. So that's the best that we could do with our technology. So so the so American 1,300 miles per hour. Yeah. Or it would be 20. 
It's got to be yeah. close. So Mach 20, yeah. And, wow, I was right with math. My boss would be proud. <laughs> God bless him. I, dude, I'll tell you right now, bro, there's nothing. I'm I'm sorry. There's nothing. Neil deGrasse Tyson could, he, listen, man. Ex, ex, it'd be a great, like, just put him on the spot. Ask what him do to explain how say? fast it's going. I don't know. You know, the Roman Empire and, you know, you know and the, the Greeks came. I got to hear you do my impression one and day. The, and the Greeks came and, and the monks came. And... All right, Joey, what do you think about that? Uh, um, well, Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> would say, and pretty it's, good. it's indicative to the ancient Egyptians when they built it. At, I, can't, I can't really, I got to work on you. Bro. You got to work on me. I got to work on you, but Mike, <laughs> it's uh, a you tough know, one. Mike, Rome, Mike's easy. Mike's like easy. The Romans, <laughs> and the Romans came, and then the Greeks, and the, the Trojan horse. It's just uh, it's a science fiction, you know? Now, for your listeners, if, if, uh, if you go back He's gonna and, kill and listen, me. listen to the other one, you know, yeah. you're going to laugh at that. So Mike was our first time with three people. And um, I am... He did, he did good for his he, first time. I'm yeah. still doing... Trying good. to figure this audio stuff out with, with... I use an iPad to record. And I found these mics that are wireless. Very good. Recording is... The audio is definitely... But definitely gone up. But we had to do one yes, uh, last week with three people. We're passing the mics back and forth. I'm still new to this stuff. Believe it. Season season four, I'm still new trying to get this mic thing situated. I got to give Sam Ash a visit. However, he was breathing into the mic. And, um, you know, he did a good job. But... He's good with, I tell you, I give him this. He knows his European history. Oh, yeah. To like, I mean, he's guy can, you could tell him like Greek, what happened with, you know, this, with that. And, and, and you know, he's very good. He has like, dates and all that. Hold on. Let me, let me give him some love right now. Let's give Mike some love. Let's pull up his TikTok real quick. Post, yes. post something or, or. I know I, I recently there. liked something that, uh, that, that he, that he did. And I, I just want to. I want to get his audio out there. Where is he? Where is he? Come on. I know I liked. Just bear with me, guys, because I'm trying to find. So I'm giving him some love. Okay, let's see. Stu. Here we go. Here we go. Let's show. It's just this is everyone. His, his recent video. One of his recent videos. Who colonized England? Nobody. She good. She good. She's good. She's good. About what? <laughs> how do we? How do? How do we suddenly forget? Four hundred, four hundred years of Roman rule. Roman. I tell you, he loves England. Loves Rome. Were they not conquered? Let us also not forget the uh, Norman invasions. Norman invasions, and when the Normandy invaded the Roman, you know, he had the Roman. I, I give him that; he's good with his history, though. But um, I think we opened his eyes a little bit. Even he don't want to admit it. He's he's, he's the Bob Ross of TikTok history. Michael DeGrasse, like Michael DeGrasse Tyson, like he's painting a picture. It's Michael DeGrasse Tyson. But um, these things, that, Joey, these things are they're not they're not ours. No, they're not ours. They're, they're too fast. There's a lot of proof, and um. I'm watching that documentary and I'm honestly inclined to believe that it really happened. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm a person that's gullible when I watch something. I'm like, boom, yeah, that's it. You know, like it took me a while to get into this documentary, but when I started putting the pieces together, the tic-tac shape, the, the stuff that we know about 
UFOs now, how this thing was maneuvering. The fact that NORAD contacted Brazil about this gives this story validity, right? This is this is a defense department that that tracks UFOs or or it tracks anything that's flying. And the fact that they notified Brazil that there was something in their airspace and then a crash happens and there's thousands of witnesses to this crash, right? Um something happened there. You, you got to be inclined to believe it. It kind of reminds me of this UFO incident that took place in Africa. I don't know the exact story. This is the one you were saying 97? This wasn't in 90. This was recent too, because the kids are actually all grown up now. This is not in 97. At 97, I was talking about um, a, lot, a lot of, during the mid 90s, a lot of UFO activity for certain. Because in 97, what I touched on before actually brought me back. Um, was the Arizona incident where the Arizona lights? Yeah, the Arizona lights where where which they're saying was not where the governor go where the governor at the time came out and he wore this big alien head to the press conference making a joke about it, right? But really, it wasn't a joke. And now, if you ask that same governor, he was like, "Yeah, I was told to do that." He's like, "They had everything pre they had everything pre planned out for me already to, to go out crazy. there and do they this. put a gag order on people, and then years later, the but gag imagine order- being the governor and they're, and and they're like, well, you have to make a mockery of this. We're, we have you, we have a big alien head for you that you're gonna wear, and you have to you have to do it. Like that'd be embarrassing. I wouldn't want to do. It. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'll I'll tell them, but I'm not wearing this. this These are the alien powers head. that be that I speak about, whether it's NWO or Illuminati or whatever. That telling people like, yo, you. You better do this. You better do this. But now that same governor, he speaks out about it. He said that he saw it with everybody else and he said that it was real. And this this was the size of like three football fields, they said, and it was just flying over Arizona and everyone was like, And they're saying it's it was not, gas lights and flares. Fuck it was here, flares. Man. I know what a flare looks like. And people were like, These were not flare. Like they saw it clear as day. Uh, and, and it was nighttime, which is which is crazy. There's a lot of a lot of people that don't know certain things that happen involving UFOs, right? And one of them is the Battle of Los Angeles, and and um, a lot of coworkers at my job they were like talking people about died, it. yeah, because of the live well, round, because of the backfire of the live rounds. Six or four people, if I remember correctly, and and three or four of them were from heart attacks. So oh, wow. so. That's what I remember because I I actually talked about this on it. I know one of them was shrapnel. One of them died from yeah, shrapnel. Right, like like yeah. So six like so it was six or seven total, something like that. And the uh, three or four of them was like heart attack because crazy shit was going on, and the others died from the shrapnel. They they were shooting into the sky because they they were like, oh shit, the Japanese are coming to the West Coast, California, trying to bomb. They shot at this thing, and there's a very and I tell I'll tell the story till I'm blue in the face. There's a uh, a picture of the cloud and the cloud from the smoke and the artillery fire was forming a circular disc. And that story is not talked about. It should be. I've talked about it numerous times. That story is not talked about. Just like Bar- um, um, the, the Betty and Barney Hill. Betty and Barney Hill was a very, um, very, very big story at the time. And no one was, no one really talked about, I mean, they, they brought it up at the time. And they were trying to say that Betty and Barney Hill were it was they were just out of their mind. And the reason people were trying to say they were out of their mind, they were actually being somewhat racist to Betty and Barney Hill, right? Because they were an interracial Barney couple. Was, yeah, Barney was black and Betty was white. Betty White, not no mention, to, no reference to Betty White, but they thought 
they were going to use like the racial card. And they were like, they're, they're trying to gain attention. They're trying to make themselves prominent because, you know, you know, racism and the black and white interracial couple, whatever, whatever. They actually ended up getting a psychologist and doing hypnosis. And this psychologist was like, I hypnotized them, interviewed them numerous times. They both said the same thing. Their hypnosis came out. And they were telling me wild things. And they actually, he, whether the hypnotist and the psychologist was a boy or a girl, they said that we can firmly believe that they are, they are telling the truth. This actually happened to them. Right. And this is like a psychologist that used hypnosis. You know what I mean? Like, and that story, they got abducted. And they were terrified. Of whatever happened to I remember them. that story. And then you got the um, the fire in the sky or um, where the, the, log, 19, the loggers in Arizona. What's his name again? Um, oh, shit. Uh, guy. Damn. I see this documentary all the time on Discovery+. Plus. Um, he's He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yes, he has. Um, um, Travis Walton. Travis Walton. Travis Walton. No one believed him. They took him to a hospital. They interviewed him. They- He's just awkward guy, man. Like I watched, I watched his whole. You would be awkward too if you got abducted by some fucking. I know, sh- I know. And, and 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 his story's crazy. Like he was walking around, and it doesn't that- change either. It's a it's a non wavering story. Same, same exact story. It doesn't really like. You can catch, not really, but it doesn't change at all. You can catch a liar him, when they tell you a different story at some point. Right, when they throw in a different fact that wasn't previously known. My friend Charlie tells me all the time, whenever I tell that UFO story, he, he says it himself. He says, you tell the same story all the time. It never changes because it was the truth. Travis Walton has a crazy story, man. Yeah. He was walking around that spacecraft. He was literally walking around. He broke loose, got loose. The movie's pretty good. I, I, I think the movie exaggerates the movie. it a little sure, bit, but you know, and the movie scared the shit out of me as a kid. I was like, "Yo, I know when he was in the ship, with, uh, scared wild. the shit out of me." Like that needle going to his eye, right? Like I scared the shit. So out of check me. this out. I found the other incident that I was talking about in 1994. Sixty children at Ariel School in Raoul, Zimbabwe, said that they said that they'd seen a UFO, and the aliens had big eyes. This, this was a very, like, widely reported UFO sighting. Uh, BBC reported on it in the in the 90s. And Joe Rogan also touched on this on his podcast. And these kids now, they're, they're our age. And still till this day, from when they were young to now, same story. stories are the same. Non-wavering, didn't change. They described the aliens the same way. No new details. Nothing was made up, new, fabricated. Um, at the time of the incident, uh, these kids were anywhere, uh, I think they said from from like uh, 9 to 12 years old. Uh, it was probably elementary school. And that's when your memory is like, you're, you retain the most when you're youngest. You know what I mean? You retain your learning, learning a language, learning a music, uh, uh, musical instrument. You retain the most, and the fact that they're our age, which is thirty six, thirty five, and the teachers, their teacher, the teachers' stories didn't change either. Um, and it's a if you look into that one, that's that's also like really compelling. A lot of evidence in terms of witness te- testimony. You would these these are all kids. Uh, imagine getting to an age. Where you're like us, where you have the ability to disclose that it was all a hoax. No one ever did that. And to me, that says like, well, are they are they all trying to like make money of this now in their late 30s and see what they can come up with about you know maybe going on podcasts? And but that's not what's happening. 
they're not it, there was no monetary gain to to happen for for these kids to to finally tell their stories in in the late, later ages of their life um but bbc did report on this they were one of the first on the scene they spoke to the pupils they spoke what to does the that teachers. stand for i always wondered bbc, BBC uh, well, I, I know it's like across the pond news station <laughs> hello today hello. We're, today we're reporting it's okay just an ad an un- unsolicited ad on the podcast and yeah, it happens Hello, reporting from across the pond, some people in Raoul, Zimbabwe, <laughs> saw a UFO, a flying saucer. There's some crazy stuff going on in London. You see, we're going to get into this with uh, a cryptid episode off subject. They finally, finally confirmed that this, this black cat was like a cryptid in, in London, in the UK. Mm-hmm. Like there's reports of this, like this beast, this black cat beast walking around the forest and it's been labeled as a cryptid a cryptid in the uk like people seeing this this like black beast right and it's confirmed like this week that they found follicles of hair that that are in fact a big cat in the uk and big cats are not indigenous to the uk like they have they have i guess coyotes and wolves there but this is an actual like leopard Walking around in UK, and I want to know how the somebody brought it fuck over there. that. But they're seeing it, and like it's it, you know, so like it's like they didn't just bring one for them to find hair follicles and this to be around. This these stories go back ages of a of a beast in in the UK. So there is literally a beast walking around, a cat of some type. Oh, he's just and it's and it's a black cat. hiding in the wings. So I if I got this right, uh, cats are smart, bro. A they'll, panther, they'll a panther has a pigmentation. Uh, like abnormality in the blood which makes it a panther so there's there's like a black cat a leopard is a regular cat with the dots and a panther is is a rare like genetic mutation in the blood or something that makes the cat black and this thing is a black cat walking around the uk which defies every logic of of a cat being there but back to the ufos yeah, I mean, there's there's so much that happened in the 90s that you wish that we had. I mean, and maybe it is happening now or just it's being suppressed to a degree. You, you know, know what's what I mean? crazy, man? Like anytime a UFO video there, people are already like, that's fake. Or this right, is, like know, my video. My video got, dude, it got demolished. People were trying to really go I got to send, I'm like, you have read it? <clears throat> yeah, I do. I got to send you, I, I'll, I'll find it. I have, I, I posted a video on Reddit. It got a lot of, I don't know likes or whatever it's called on reddit but the comments were like i would say like more negative than positive like it's a bird i'm like but did you see what at the end of it like okay i maybe i maybe i was wrong that it was a a a, a vulture or something that high that's what i'm saying and a crosswind for that long but then i talked to people at at my job which i can't say like where i work you know because got you know but um they they were like yeah it could could they do fly in a crosswind for that long you know what i mean and well at what altitude i don't know man but i was like okay that thing was but what tiny. was this and they're like that i don't know that i don't know what that was and then there's people were like well you were filming in your car so it was a uh, uh dust in the, on the windshield fucking dust in the windshield flying no that was i was looking at it through my phone filming up and like going like this like my phone was in the hand recording pointing up 
where I could see the screen and look in the sky. I saw right, both right. objects. But it still doesn't explain those two other objects that came into the frame at blinding speed yeah. right next to it. Like, I guarantee you that video I showed. Almost it, like little blips. And you could see it happen twice. Yeah. Not just well, once. Well, Amy was seeing twice. something that I didn't even see. I know. She kept saying it. In oh, the Amy. Film. She was all over it. That was another thing on Reddit. They were like, can you tell her to shut up? <laughs> and then there was some people who were like, you shouldn't have gave her the phone. And I'm like, oh, I'm not letting, I'm not letting her see that comment. <laughs> She's not going to be right on this one. But dude, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Like that object that shot across towards the end could have been what I just played in the soundbite that we saw from the Colombian Easily. model. That's like, how fast it, it was going. It, 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 it flew so fast and then disappeared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know anything that flies that, that can go no into one a does, frame that fast. Except Neil deGrasse Tyson. He must know. Apparently but he knows. No one knows what it is. And it's it's just But crazy. still won't even. And that's the thing. When, when he speaks, it's like he'll give you these, um, give you these, these, like, these theories that he's trying to come up with on the fly. Because he's so and, smart. Such, so and, he's so smart that have, we're supposed to believe to take it at face value because it's like okay, when I hear this guy him speak, about- there's a lot of videos I like of him, but when I hear him like trying to like degrade the whole UFO theory, I just wish I had the ability to put my hand through the iPad or phone and turn my hand where it's backhanded and slap him across the face. There's so much and I, be like, I, I would love to see him like go through and comb through the evidence of like Roswell and maybe even this new incident and explain it. Just. Go ahead. Go go try to debunk every single aspect of these of these two incidences, which which are the biggest UFO incidences in history, right? You, it's almost impossible. There, people have gone through the Roswell incident, and the reason why it's so famous, and you go to Roswell, and there's everything that's dedicated to aliens over there, is because so much happened that they know that there's validity to this story. That there's people that live there that give their testimony. No, the, the money but aspect is there too. The money aspect is there too. Because I'd go there. I don't think the money's that great, to be honest. Uh, I would stop. There's like a little, um, I think it's like a little, like, like town a little, center a over there that sells museum. things. Yeah, right, right. and I, I would, I would go. You know, like if you're if you're if you're passing through, but is this an operation that's going to make millions of dollars no. a year? Absolutely no. not. No. You know, like so you're making a couple of bucks off of something. But it, I get, I get the reasoning why some people might want to fib and lie. But then there's other. What makes you wonder about certain things is when people give their testimony and their reputation is on the line and they're not trying to make monetary gain from it. And you're like, what is this? Why did this person just do this? Why did they give us this, this information? Right? Like for instance, like you'll have astronauts like Buzz Aldrin, he'll, he'll drop little gems and he'll be like, there's a monolith on the moon of Mars. And he's like, wait till you wait, wait till they, what do they find out about that? You know, who, who put that there? What put that there? And then he's, and then, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but I think he said um, the universe, or he said God, or or the universe, if you will. And he he like did the little air quotes. quotes air did little air quotes with his hands, and um, to me he's he's being he's giving suggestive information to people that there are other civilizations out there, probably even within our solar system, or that have existed in the past at some point in time, and there's traces and there's evidence of those civilizations within our solar system. He's he's giving you a gem. He's telling you that yeah. that aliens are fucking real and no one wants to take it at face value. Like this is a man who's been in space, you know, or or quote unquote has or hasn't. Yeah, don't get me started. On the moon. But you know, and and there's there's other ones like uh there, there's uh his last name is Story. I forget his first name. It's a very odd name. 
Um, but there's a bunch, there's a bunch of astronauts who are, who come forward. Edgar Mitchell, who's another one. Edgar Mitchell was another man who walked on the moon and he throws gems out there about Roswell all the time and never really talks about what he saw on the moon, uh, what he saw in space. I feel like people that go into space, but when he talks about Roswell, he, he'll tell you like flat out. He's like, I know what happened. I feel like people that go into space, like NASA signs these astronauts up. They go through an extensive background check. They go through the physical test. They go through intelligent tests. And right before they're launched into space, they're like, okay, guys. They, the NDA, they give it to everybody. And they're like, you're going to see some shit out there. They're aliens. They're real. You're going to go up there. You're probably going to see them. And you can't talk about them for 20 years. Sign the paper. And, and then, then and then when the time ellipses... Yeah, it was the same. It's the same thing in Roswell with with Major Jesse Marcel. Jesse Marcel on his deathbed was finally like throwing gems out, finally letting people know that the that the object that he's holding in that famous picture in the newspaper retraction that was a weather balloon. He's like, that's not what crashed in Roswell all those years ago. And his son and, and his wife said the, it for years. You got the people that are, you know, I guess one side of 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 media, and they'll be like. Well, he was old and dying, so he probably wasn't all there in the head. But what's cool to but me is that- But get your booster. There was a, an explosion of, of, of technology from the 1940s onwards. From the 1940s onwards, we went to the moon. You know, rocketry. And, mm, and we went pro- to the moon. Different propulsions and finally getting into space for the first time. All after this supposed incident. So- if you're looking at it from a standpoint of like, well, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's reverse engineered technology. Maybe we were studying enough on on what we discovered to to give us a boost in technological computing and fiber optics and night vision and you know all these different emerging technologies that don't really have a a place of origin. There's a bunch of technologies, by the way, that have. No place of origin. You know what? Just like- the technology thing, I believe to an extent, but I have hard I have a hard time believing in our technology when people rob stores and you can't see their faces and the video is blurry. When my Wi Fi is not working. Uh, but that- they're they're using old cameras that are from the nineties still. Yeah, but know? some of them aren't. Like my ring door cam sometimes. Like, you know, it goes off and, and and then the Wi-Fi, like I pay fucking ninety dollars a month to, to Verizon, and it's in and out. And, and 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 you know, like you know, I had to buy a booster, the Eros, they're called, mm. to boost my Wi-Fi. When I'm paying you for the best Wi-Fi that should reach my room less than twenty feet away, yeah, everything's a money maker. You know, scam. like like yeah, but whether it's money maker, I can't fully be on the on the horse's back. With technology, when when like stuff that is out now is not a hundred percent foolproof, you know what right. I mean. But there was there's there's such a like a quick expansion of technology. I would say, like for instance, the floppy disk, like the floppy disk, ten thousand floppy disk fit on a little chip the size of your index finger. Now, you our, know what I mean? our daughters will never know what a floppy disk is. Isn't never. that crazy? I was at work the other day. I don't think they'll know what CDs were. Yeah. I was at work the other day and um, came across a, a, a locker that had VHSs. And I told my boss, I was like, you do realize our daughters have no idea what that is? And he was like, yep, absolutely. It's crazy like how far we've come in technology to piggyback off what you're saying. And we were talking about the 90s, how there was a boom in UFOs. 
and it wasn't being really talked about. And there was a hidden gem show out during the 90s. It was called Sightings. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel. And there was a lot. It was like Sightings, and I've said this before, Sightings was what Paranormal Caught on Camera is today, which please, if you're listening, Discovery Plus. There's been massive cancellations of shows on Discovery Plus in, involving Paranormal. Please, for the love of God, do not fucking take that show off because that is the only show I watch. It is video <laughs> clips sent in of all this weird shit and you have people analyzing it. It is the best show because it's diverse and it's real footage and that's why I like it. And when you go home tonight, you and I, if you have to put that show yeah, on, I'm gonna check it's that five out. seasons of like 14 to 15 episodes and you're going to watch these videos, bro, and you're going to be like, wow. There's a lot of UFO stuff too. God, it's my favorite show and I'm hoping for it to come out soon because great show. But Sightings was what Paranormal Caught on Camera is now. And it was UFO talk, video clips of UFOs. The Arizona Lights was on Sightings. Right. And it was a big thing. Like that that segment got that show booming for at least three years. Um, the Flight 19 interview with my, my friend's uncle. I mean, my actually with my friend's father and his aunt were on sightings for talking about the Bermuda Triangle in Flight 19 mm. on that show. I can't pull it up online. I don't know why. Like you go to IDMDB and the episode's there and it doesn't give you the option to play the episode. To play it. Because I'm dying to, to, to play it to show my friend, hey, look, there's your dad. And, you know, we spoke about it, Sergeant George Pernessa. Um, But sightings had so much at that time. And at that time, what was happening, right? People would see UFOs and you were automatically labeled a fucking nut job. Like when I saw that UFO and I went back to school, because um, I think Halloween fell on a, on a Friday night that night. Not sure. Can you do that? Can you pull up 95 Halloween? Actually, 95. you know what's crazy is that... Well, I, these... I actually, I got an easier way to do it. Siri, what day was it on Halloween in 1995? Halloween was on Tuesday, the 31st of October, 1995. So it was on Tuesday. Siri's a Brit on your phone? Yeah, she is. <laughs> Across the pond with the Jaguar running around. <laughs> Um, so it was, so I, so I thought it was a Friday cause I was off the next day, but I was in Catholic school. So the next day you, you're off, uh, cause it's all souls day, right? Or saints day, vice versa. And when I went back to school on, it would be Thursday, dude, everyone thought I was nuts. I got made fun of, I got made fun of for years. And now, just now within the last few months, people were like, yo, Billy, uh, you were right. Mm. You know, all these years later. And during the 90s, like I said, hidden gem of a show, exposing the truth of paranormal and UFOs and a lot of UFO sightings in the 90s, man. I mean, like just tons of UFO sightings. And then we took a break. And here's the thing, like, I don't I don't think people spend enough time nowadays actively looking in the sky to be like, oh, anybody who sees UFOs, you can't just dismiss people who believe or who have seen UFOs as, you know, kooks because... The fact of the matter is, is like the the average person doesn't spend a, a a vast amount of time at nighttime looking up to actually even notice anything. You know, I always say this, and it doesn't just go for UFOs; it goes for you know, ghost stuff. And everybody has a story of something that they can't explain. And in this world that is so big, and we're still discovering things to this day, with space being absolutely endless. There are things out there that we can't explain and we can't explain it for a reason because it's supernatural right. or paranormal. And I'm a firm believer that 
everybody that's a non-believer, if I sat them here to this day, it, during the podcast, and they're like shaking their head like they like in disbelief of what we're talking about. And I sat there and I says, you know, tell me something that happened that you can't explain. It'd be a crazy story. And they'll just be like, well, it was just unexplained. But it has validity to the paranormal. Right. So I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just on a term now to believe that UFOs, they're being used as a, a blinder. But undoubtedly, there's something out there flying around that is not ours. And it's something that not, not ours, not, not no. human. And when you have when you have naval intelligence officers and the navy disclosing reputable it, people, reputable. I mean, I mean, it made new, it made world news that um, it's no secret that the that the United States Navy chased a UFO and pilots chased the UFO. Those pilots have been interviewed. They've been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Countless shows. They've been on countless shows. Um, and they don't have a gag order on them anymore. They're able to say what they saw because of the Freedom of Information Act. It's, it's just, it's, you know, there's a lot more access now, especially when things happen. Like, well, we were talking about this a while ago. And, uh, and when we get that Freedom of Information Act and we request information, you're not really getting a lot of information because we've seen uh, even in political stuff, right? You most get, recently, you get redacted information. Black, black it's lines, black out. lines. Come on, man. like the Kennedy stuff that just recently came out. Oh, we got to do an episode of that. I'm not really that privy on 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 that subject, but I, I will gladly let you take the lead. I, we could we could a, change the podcast. To a that. boatload of info on that. Yeah, we could do the episode. It'll be the Say What Again Joey podcast that night. I'll let you take the lead, and I'll just piggyback off you because I got I, so much stuff that like that hasn't really been talked about that, and and Joe Rogan loves the JFK conspiracies. And when he hears it, he's going to be like, fucking let's get these guys on this show to talk about I would, this. Because I would, <laughs> you know, Joe Rogan was at GNR's GNR's. First of all, is a, is a deli on Williamsbridge road in the Bronx. And it is one of the best delis in the area. One of the last of the Mohegan delis. You have Anne Claire's and GNR's. And I miss Joe Rogan by like three hours, dude. I was like, no way I would, I would I'd be starstruck. If I ever, if we ever got onto Joe Rogan, I would be, like set in life like i'd be like i finally made it somewhere because <laughs> i haven't made it you yet, know, bro the, the, <laughs> i haven't made the it the platform that will that will transition into eventually we'll put the podcast on youtube so we'll have it spotify but then also upload i think that's what we should really start getting into uploading the whole episode onto youtube my cousin's supposed to come um on wednesday to help me out with the website so hopefully that goes well and then i gotta find someone that could like you know i'd even pay them to, 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 I'll, I'll get it done. To film us we'll, and put it on we'll, YouTube. We'll film it and we'll get create it on a YouTube. YouTube. I, Cause like, um, YouTube stuff I know. For sure. Shout out to Bradford. He was uh, on my episode a couple weeks ago. Um, interview with a paranormal investigator. And um, not only does he go every weekend, which I'm envious of. He, every weekend he does an investigation. But he's got his shit together with social media, man. And I, I give him credit because I can't figure certain things out. It took me so long to figure out how to use the green screen on tiktok and edit the audio like i was like yo dude told I, you that. <laughs> I can't do it bro it's like i'm not people so here's a little hack as for you listeners too if you ever can't figure something out somebody has made a youtube about it 
a YouTube video tutorial about it. Just type in whatever you're looking for and on YouTube and boom. I'm stubborn, like the, man. I'm, I'm still kind of- It'll be the first one. Still kind of old school. Like- You're like, I'll, I got to figure this I'll out on figure, my own. Yeah. And then when I get frustrated, I'm like, all right, fucking YouTube. Because, but I was sitting there trying to make- Right it, away. I'm just like, I'm, I'm a YouTube guy. So yeah, right man. Away, like, you know- Let I, me just go to YouTube I to try figure to figure out. things out. And my boss at work gets mad at me. He's like, I don't want you using apps- you got to, you know, figure this shit, he, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, but sometimes I need to like, you know, see it and, and, you know, I don't right. know, man, it's, it's, it's weird, but I'm old school. And if I can't figure something out, I, I, you know, like when I play video games, right, uh, new Star Wars Jedi uh, game came out and the first game I was stuck on a puzzle and I don't know why they put these complex puzzles in these games. Cause I feel like they shouldn't be as much, just enjoy the game, like fight with lightsabers, you know? There was like this puzzle with moving rocks and shit like that. Dude, I couldn't figure this shit out. So I was like on that fucking part of the game for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And I'm like, all right, you're really going to make me do this? Then you got to go to the YouTube video and you got to fast forward to that point of the game. And I'm to like, figure that out. oh my God, it's a pain in the dick, dude. Yeah. You know, but then it saved you time. Like the other day, my TV was narrating everything because it was on like a hearing impaired mode. And like, I could not for the life of me, I was like, I could probably figure this out on my own. I could not for the, after like 10 minutes, I was like, okay, I've spent way too much time trying to figure out where this setting is. Let me just YouTube it. I YouTubed it. I literally, I could have saved myself 10 minutes. You know, I, I, the YouTube channel that showed you how to do it, gave it to me like in the first 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know sometimes like video. So, like, and then, all I you know, and then I, paused, I didn't even watch the video all the way through. I just paused it. I, was and, like, I got And there's answer. sometimes too, like, I don't even waste the time. Like I will do that, but. I, I try to mess with it at least once or twice, and then I'll be like, all right, let me YouTube this shit real quick because I don't have. I, sometimes I just don't have the patience. Right. You know, my 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 job is like very in depth with learning things and and being around things and and building and and when I come home, sometimes I'm I'm just mentally tapped and I have to just do but that. The point of this is youtube coming soon we're just you know in the learning curve phase so yeah well it's more like it, it's more me cut all that stuff that well, we cut i feel like i've gotten down to a science because like i've been like religiously after every episode every week i know they're good reels too. And, and i and i try to make it a little comedical you know comical you know mm-hmm. where I, I do some you know and it's been it's been that i'm I, it's been coming out. It's been coming out pretty well with that. And um, TikToks, I've been doing a little bit more of that because I finally figured out how to use the green screen. So I'm I'm trying to you know get more content out for the podcast and be more privy to technology. So my cousin Samantha is supposed to come, and she obviously she's you know for for though I'll give my cousin a shout out. Uh, Sammy Pacone, she's you know all over social media. She's very big in social media and she's like one of the top pole dancers in fucking the United States. And um, she has a website and she did it on her own. And now she has a media content manager because she's so big in, mm-hmm. in, in social media. And um, she's going to come Wednesday and help me out with the website. And I try, I tried on my own and could not do it. Like I was like using the wrong layout and I, I was like, I give up. And then it was going to ask me to, to pay for something. I was like, I'm not paying for something that yeah, is you don't coming. You know if it's going to be a good product. Yeah. It, so I'm having her come over. I'm going to say, this is what I want. These are the links I want on there. This is the picture I want. Here's my credit card. <laughs> Work your magic. Use it. And I'm going to treat her for lunch. <laughs> nice. I'm sure she doesn't care for the lunch part. She probably hates, she hates my guts. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll treat her for lunch. You know, I'm actually surprised she's coming. You know, she's actually give me the time of day. But... You know, uh, we're working on more content for you guys because it's it's grown it's grown a little bit 
the the podcast. You know, I think once the little studio comes together and we start filming, it's gonna be. I think what made the podcast spike up honestly was uh, the first picture of your face, Joe. <laughs> You're like Listen, that guy's on. When, when I get in shape, you just gotta throw me on. Actually, throw one of my uh, my competing photos. I I, I got to, yo, dude. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. You looked like um, John Boy uh, from 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 Outer Banks in that video of Ch- Chichen Itza with the long hair. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, look at this Outer Bank motherfucker right here, bro. <laughs> you gotta grow the hair back out, man. I was I was like I was shredded at that time. You were too. big, yeah, 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 yeah. No homo. You were very big there, man. You were very like you were really big in that picture, and you had the hair going on. And I was like, dude, those were the glory days. Those were the no, glory. I still had some glory days in my thirties. I'm not gonna lie, but I feel like when we were in the dad life, we're going now, you know? so off topic here, but that's how podcasts are. I feel like the dolphin gym days, man, were some of the best the best times, and that's when you first started getting into ancient aliens. Yeah, and then that's when the show really like kicked on the that's, scene. And- yes, when it started. Yeah, but those were the best days, best memories, and then you know, then yeah, before before I even got introduced to ancient aliens, my mom had a neighbor, this guy Hal. I'll never forget his first name. I didn't know his last name, but um, he um he was the one who kind of put it in my head. He was like, he's like all those ancient relics. You know, he was out there just fucking babbling one day in the summer, and I was vaguely listening to him, and then it caught what what he said caught my attention. He's like. He's like, all those ancient relics? He was like, that wasn't us who built that. He said, or maybe it was us, just a more advanced version of us. He said, but he's like, people, he's like, people didn't originate from this planet. We came from another planet. And that kind of resonated. That, that one sentence resonated in my head for a long time. I was like, I came from another planet. Then finally, when ancient aliens started really kicking off and I got introduced to like, um, chariots of the gods with von danigan who wrote that and, and started listening to the ideas of the possibility of extraterrestrials and the anunnaki and all these different ancient civilizations coming here and influencing mankind i was like there could be something to this you know and honestly there still could be something to that i'm not going to say that they built all these ancient civilizations or the pyramids or this or that but could they have had influence or like i like to think is like Human beings are an ancient civilization, much right. more ancient. You said that with Mike last week. Right, much more ancient than and he we. was just like, no, no. it was no. the Romans that came and Cleopatra was, uh, <laughs> you know, um, gosh, should I say this? Uh, her brothers, she married one of her brothers and the second brother she didn't like so much. The so. truth of the matter is no one knows what the fuck went on back then. It was 5,000 years no one, ago. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end on this note because we're coming to that, that time that you can't listen to a podcast like this or or Joe Rogan or Ancient Aliens or anything like that. You cannot listen to something like this that we speak of every week, different topics, unless you have an open mind. And we yeah. we may what we're saying, we're not telling people to what Joey and I say on our on our episodes is we're not telling you to believe us. We're not saying be conspiracy theorists, but we're saying be open to the possibility. Yeah, we're not saying any everything we're talking and, and everything we say with every subject we touch on, even ghost stuff, is not validated. It's just things did happen. There are accounts of, of real things that have happened, but you know and the evidence is there that isn't explained and we're just throwing it out there for you right. to form your own opinions. Right. And it's it's nice to come to some kind of conclusion about something that you are interested in that that the world is, you know, 
buzzing about at the moment. That's why I like that show back. In, I, and I forget the guy who was on Star Trek, but he he took over as the host of Beyond Belief. It was one of my favorite, me and my mother, favorite shows. And it was like five stories. And you Captain had it. Captain Kirk. I forget his name. Is that who you're talking about? Can you Google that real quick? Yeah, we have to. You can't get that name wrong. He's, he's Yeah, just... but he would, you know, he'd come on and he was like, you know, with the music in the background. And he was like, you have to distinguish which story is fact or fiction and they give five stories and some of the stories are like this is definitely fiction this is like not fact there's no way it's fact this is a bad shit crazy story and at the end of the episode william shatner william shatner how did i not you know put is that it let together? me see hold on well but he had like let me see the only no 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 so type in beyond belief oh beyond belief type well, in beyond so Be william shatner did some kind of conspiracy he did show uh, it's on netflix well. and type in beyond belief Host. And we're going to pull it up real quick so I, I don't look like an idiot. Oh, I see. He, he was in um, Star Trek, like the second. Is it James? Uh, Jonathan Frax? Is that is this him? American actor? Yes. Jonathan Frax was, he took over as the host of Beyond Belief, and that's when I started watching. And, and that show was like four or five stories, and you had to distinguish which one was fact and which one was fiction. And that show opened my eyes, and that's why I love that show because there was stories, and they were you know they were acted out, and those were stories like some of them were like there's no way this is real, and then at the end of the episode he'd go through each story and he'd be like how about the story of the little boy who threw the ball and the ball got thrown back, did you think that that was fact or fiction? Well, you guessed if you guessed fiction you were wrong, and I'd be like oh, no, yeah, and he's right. like this story is based on a true story that occurred in Oklahoma, yeah. And I, that show opened my eyes. It was like, and then, you know, when the internet came about, I would Google the episodes and, and the bio and look up some of the stuff. And I was like, holy shit. The moral of the story is when it comes to the UFO stuff going on and we talk about ancient civilizations and even the paranormal stuff, to listen to this podcast for four seasons, if you're a repeat listener, you have to have an open mind. Because if you have a closed mind and you live your life every day just believing what a box tells you, the television, aka the television, it's sad. Yeah, I mean, and and honestly, with a subject like UFOs and extraterrestrials, you have to know the government is not going to tell you. We already know people. We fight each other. We're not ready to know that there's extraterrestrial. We're 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 a violent race. We are. We're violent. not. We're not ready to know that there's extraterrestrials. It's the one piece of politics. I think certain people are and can accept it and be able. To, would be okay with it without losing their minds. I will I will say this because this was very interesting. You said that we kill each other and we fight each other, right? On CNN recently, Trump was on some kind of interview. I don't know why they even did it. And they're like, "What do you, you know, what do you who do you think should win the war in Ukraine? Russia or Ukraine?" And his response was, "I I don't care about who is the victor." He said something paraphrasing here, but he's like, "I want people to stop dying." Right. And the crowd went crazy. And this was on CNN. And these were hand-selected people that they picked to be in the audience. What an immoral question. Like, Yeah, this girl was very immoral. Like, She was just trying to get him to say yeah, the wrong thing. You know? And he said that and the crowd went crazy. I just felt like they, that was a wrong question to ask. Like, no, there's, there's no, no one wins in war. Let me tell you something. These are, these are old men talking and, he just, and young men dying. He you ever heard that, yes, that phrase? Yes. Like, 
So what the what the fuck does it matter who wins? He this gave war, that you know? response. These are these are young kids going to war for their country, and they have no Russia, idea why Ru- they're fighting. And Ru- they're being forced in Russia. Like these this Russian soldiers that were, that are they don't even want to be a part. They of They don't war. even want to go. They're yeah. like they like you know what I'm saying. And he gave that response. Audience went crazy, and she asked a whole bunch of questions that were just like, "Why are you even asking this?" Like his response was good. He wants people to stop dying. Like everything to be over with, so that everyone can be back to fucking normal. Right. Let's the get next, off the brink of World the War next III. day. People that worked on CNN were like, "I can't believe like like that they applauded and like you know like dude he killed it like he literally killed that whatever that was for whether it was for a debate or his upcoming presidency like run or whatever. I think they're just trying to get him to say that the wrong thing, the wrong thing like that Putin's a war criminal and yes I do support the other side. Like once you pick a side. Yeah, that you've chosen. Right, he didn't, he right? gave but the right answer. He wants people to stop. Dying. I honestly think that the right answer is to tell people stop killing each war, other. War is immoral. That we're in the twenty first century. We should not be. Fighting Everybody war. can get what they want or come to mutual terms as long as they talk. And no one talks anymore. It's just force and action. But you know what, man. Like you said, he he people want to kill each other, and he gave that response, and that's the reason why I, I brought that up. He, he gave a response that was stop killing each other, and that's the truth. Government they want it's it's a, it's a violence, it's money, right, it's right. violence, it's everything that's. But evil. the people have historically always wanted peace, so of course you know when you when you have like a resolution that's peaceful or or a statement that that alludes to and, a peaceful re- resolution, people want to hear that, regardless of what side you're on. I think. Now more than ever, the veil's being pulled back, and you're starting to see that there are uh, these these war tyrants that that want to profit off of war, and that's basically what's going on. Yeah, and they they just need the public to get behind the war so that they can profit off the war. But if the public is not behind a war, you you have nothing. You have your you have yourself another uh, Vietnam situation where the majority of the United States is like, why the fuck are we over there? You know what I mean? No one's winning this war. I'll end on this note. That one of the theories why the aliens are visiting us is to stop us from killing each other and destroying this planet. That's one ongoing long theory. And maybe that's the reason why we're seeing so many sightings right now. Yeah, I don't doubt it. If, they, if they're like monitoring activity to make sure nobody launches a nuke for whatever reason so they can stop the nuke. Hopefully they do stop it if it does happen. Because <laughs> well, they've done it before. There's been reports. Yep. Yeah, there's been reports. But Joey, we're going to wrap it up, buddy. It's been another awesome episode talking with you, man. And um, I'll be posting on the SWAB underscore podcast Instagram page, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast, in a few days of what we'll be talking about next week. But in the meantime, i like to thank the Spotify for Podcasters app, which gives us the opportunity to talk about aliens and other paranormal things every single week. If you haven't heard about Spotify for Podcasters, it is a free app that allows you to get your podcasting ideas out there. Download it to your tablet, your phone, or your computer. If you have an idea for a podcast, Spotify for Podcasters will allow you to get your episode and your ideas out there. And put it on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting outlets. So if you have a podcasting idea and you don't know how to get it out there, Spotify for Podcasters is the way to go. I have mastered saying that, Joey. No script needed. <laughs> you really have. No I like needed. literally four seasons. I could say that shit in my sleep. I dude. tuned out. I was like, "What are you saying?" I blacked out. <laughs> Joey, man, thanks for coming on. Bro. Always a pleasure. Always you, a pleasure. We are. We know. It's we are. Fun. I lo- I love this Monday conversation. Is good, man. 
You know, it's it's always good, and it's always good when people come in and they're like, the Roman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm sorry, man. We love you. But. I got a guy to bring in. We might bring Andrew in on an episode. He loves to talk shit. This kid can talk. It would be a but can fun he, but episode. But can he talk shit about paranormal stuff? Absolutely. Then then we'll bring him on. I love guests. I, love you, I mean, we went hiking with Andrew. You know he told you. Just talk tell him shit. not He's... to breathe into the microphone and to, to refrain from bringing up the Roman Empire more than five times in That's a conversation. <laughs> and we're good to go. You know, Mike's going to kill me. No, I, I love breaking Mike's balls. We break each other's balls nonstop. So, you know, Mike, I love you. And, and Mike's going to come back on. We're going to have him come back on. Totally historical uh, unrelated episode. We'll talk about some like ghost stuff and stuff like that. Because UFO stuff, he'll, he'll be like, nah, bro. The uh, UFOs actually came from um, the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely, that's what he'll do. So we'll talk about uh, ghost stuff because Mike was one of my original members in my ghost group. But uh, Joey, thanks again for coming on. Yes, sir. And Always this has pleasure. been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.